Hey guys, this is Jason Dunaway with Prophetic Pilgrimage. I'm here to share with you some insight into your journey in hearing the voice of God, talking about certain aspects of the gift of prophecy, and hosting special guests to hear about how God has led them on their journey. You can also check out my website at propheticpilgrimage.com. What's up everybody, it's Jason Dunaway with another episode of um, Prophetic Pilgrimage, and so um, this past month, I did a podcast uh, slash interview conversation with um, Alice and Michelle, and it was amazing. And so this uh, this week, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Uh, we're gonna get um, gonna get a little serious. And so um, I really wanted to talk about um, just what's been going on with all of the just the, the racism and the things that we're seeing on the media. And so, and I do want to say that COVID has not gone away. And so I feel like um, what we're experiencing right now with uh, just the protesting and, you know, you see a lot of the hashtag Black Lives Matter um, just everywhere, basically. And you see people vandalizing things still. And so, um, but it's overshadowing COVID as well. And so we still have a lot going on in our world. And so, um, and I feel so much that it's so much more spiritual um, than it is um, in the flesh. And so I really wanted to um, talk about, just have an honest conversation about just the, the racism that we see and a lot of the, the looting and the vandalizing and the protesting and all this stuff that we have going on. And so it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, if I'm honest um, with all of you out there, uh, part of me has actually tried to somewhat avoid having the conversation, um, not because I was scared or I had fear of, you know, confronting those issues or confronting, you know, those people or, um, but yeah, it's just been an interesting, um, topic for me. Um, and when I've prayed about it and I asked the Holy Spirit, what do I do with this? Like I, I feel so much anxiety, um, coming from, all of that. I mean, what you see on the media, you don't know if it's true or if it is true. And so I just think it's so important right now that we really lean into the presence. We really lean into um, his word right now. And so I know that the word um, will never fade. Um, His word will never lead us astray. And so he is the word. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And so I really want to... um, just talk about God's heart for what's going on and what I feel that he's doing. And so, yes, this is a prophetic podcast. It's all things prophetic. And so what I talk about on here is what I feel that God is speaking to me about that would hopefully encourage you guys and maybe give you guys some um, some prophetic insight as well. And so um, a couple of days ago, like I said, I was praying and asking God, God, what do I do with all this? Like I'm having so much anxiety when I think about it. And so I find myself... Um, kind of pushing myself away from the media and from having those conversations, not because I don't want to, but because I don't fully understand what's going on. And so even inside of me, like, you know, I'm not sure if everyone else is this way, but I know most prophetic people, prophetic voices or prophets are feelers. They feel things in the spirit. And so they tend to react to the things that they feel either in a negative or in a positive way. And so for me, when all this began, I remember watching it on a Sunday evening with my wife and watching people just vandalizing things. And so, and I'm not saying that everyone there was vandalizing, but there were groups of people that were going around and and just um, destroying businesses and, and doing things that were 
Um, it just were so much out of character. And so that's something that's really been um, eating at me and just watching the protesting and all of that stuff. And so I really just want God's heart. I want what He wants um, for our nation. I want what He wants for our communities and our families and our friends and even our our um, even our black friends, brothers and sisters and family members. And so my best friend is an African-American. I love him to death. He's amazing. Um, he's doing so many amazing things for the kingdom. And so I do support black lives. Um, that's what I want to say right now. I support black people. I support all people. Um, and that's what that's what God's heart is. Like he's for all of humanity. And so that's what he came. He came to give up his son. He loved us so much that he gave his son that those would come to him and believe in him and get and have eternal life. And so um, don't want to go on a tangent there. And so um, as I was praying, I really um, had the Holy Spirit really tug on my heart about um, Peter's encounter in Acts 10. And so I want to read it. Um, it's not super lengthy, um, but I do want to read it. And so um, I will go straight into it. And so... Um, Okay, here we go. And so I'm just going to skip down to about, about verse 9 in chapter uh, 10. You're welcome to read the whole chapter, whole entire chapter by yourself um, if you'd like. But I do want to lay down uh, lay down some context here. And so um, there was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius. And he was like a, uh, a centurion. Um, I think they, what they call him was like an Italian cohort or a devout man who really feared God and so gave many alms to like Jewish people and prayed to God continually. So this was a great man. And so, um, um, let's see here. Let me find it. And so, skipping down, um, Peter, and this is where really Peter gets into um, where he has his vision. And so, it says, On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up to a housetop about the sixth hour to pray. But he became hungry and was desiring to eat. And but while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance. And he saw the sky opened up and an object like a great sheet coming down lowered by four corners to the ground. And there were in it all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. And so those crawling creatures could also represent reptiles. Um, some translations say reptiles. And so um, a voice came to him and said, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, I have never eaten anything unholy or unclean. Again, a voice came to him a second time. What God has already cleansed, no longer consider unholy. And so he's not talking about food here. Or maybe he's not, he's not talking about just food. Okay, And so just have that in your mind as we're going through this. And so uh, verse 16, this happened three times. And immediately the object was taken up into the sky. And so Peter was super perplexed by this. Um, it happened three times. And so it took him three times in order to realize what was going on. And so uh, verse 17, Now while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions for Simon's house, appeared at the gate. And so before we got into this, Cornelius actually had a vision where he was supposed to go visit Peter. And so this is what's happening right now. And so Cornelius is actually approaching the gate. And so in calling out, they were asking whether Simon, who was also called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. 
but get up, go downstairs and accompany them without misgivings, for I have sent my sent, sent them myself. Peter went down to the men and said, Behold, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for which you have come? And so they, Cornelius said, um, or they said, Cornelius, a, centur- a centurion, a righteous and God-fearing man, well-spoken of by the entire nation of the Jews, was divinely directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and hear a message from you. So he invited them in and gave them lodging. And on to the next and on to the next day, he got up and went away with them, and some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied him. On the following day, he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them, and he called them together his or he called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter came in, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter raised up, saying, "Stand up, I am too just a man." As he talked with him, he entered and found many people assembled. And he said to them, and this is what I want to get out, guys, okay? You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. And yet, God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. And so previously, Peter had the encounter where God was showing him wasn't talking about food. He was talking about man. Peter says, and yet God has shown me. He revealed to him that I, that he should not call any man unholy or unclean. And so I want to take a pause right there for a second. He's not talking about just certain people. He said any man. Hmm. That's amazing to me. Um, God has no prejudice God has no prejudice. God shows no favoritism. Hmm. We don't view anybody from an outward appearance. We view them the way that God would view them. And so um, I just think it's amazing because Peter had prejudice in his heart and didn't even realize it. And so um, and I, from what history says in some of this in researching um, Jews and Gentiles and Romans didn't associate themselves with one another. And so God actually brought him into an encounter um, through that trance, that vision um, that Peter needed to um, get rid of his prejudice, the way that he viewed that. And so um, I just thought it was really, really amazing. Um, and so I want to go up to verse 34 in chapter 10. This is after Peter is talking with Cornelius and everybody. And he's actually... Um, Peter's actually preaching to the Gentiles here, okay? And this is what he says. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace, peace through Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee, after baptism, which John proclaimed. You know Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went, doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. For we are witnesses of all things. He did both in the land of the Jews in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. And so um, what I really wanted to talk about is what Peter said. I most certainly understand now 
that God is no one to show partiality. Mm, that's good. And so let's talk about that. Um, when I was praying about it, I said, God, that's so amazing. Uh, and just, it's so, so good. Um, sometimes it leaves me speechless. But um, Peter had to have an encounter with God to change his heart and mind so that he could change his perception of other people, whether it's the Gentiles um, or the Romans, Jews. But he had to have an encounter with God. And so my heart in this season, and this is actually teaching me how to pray and what to pray for. And so if we don't know what to pray for, we ask the Holy Spirit, and he'll come and he'll share with us what we're supposed to pray for. Sometimes I just pray in the Spirit if I don't know what to pray. And so Peter had to have an encounter with God to change his heart. And so my prayer has been, God, would you change my heart? Would you change my heart for what's going on? God, I pray that I would only view people through the lens that which you view through people. And that's with love. He doesn't see in color. He sees um, no Jew, no Gentile. He sees us all, one in Christ. And so I just think that that's super important for the time that we're living in right now. It's super important that we stay in the Word, that we continue to read the Bible, that we feast on Jesus. He is the Word. And so, um, yeah, I just... It's the only through a radical encounter with the Father and becoming intimate with Him um, that we will that we can change our perceptions and transform our hearts. And so uh, I'm just going to pray really quick. Father, would you transform the heart of every prejudiced person, including myself? If there's any prejudice in me, Lord, on this earth, God, and encounter me, encounter them, encounter our listeners with your love and with your truth and just the reality of who you are, Father. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. And so I'm not done. Um, I still want to talk here. And so I'm not going to jump um, to the next thing too quickly. I do want to talk about, um, I, I just want to go to another verse really quick. Um, I try to keep these podcasts at least around 20 minutes because I don't want to keep it too long for you guys. But I do want to talk about a few things. And so um, I do want to talk about uh, the importance. Uh, let me find it really quick. We want to talk about the importance of new covenant ministry, and that's that's what we're living in right now, the new covenant. And so, um, here we go. Um, Paul says, "Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, the new things have come." Now, all these things are from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, I need to. I actually want to back up verse sixteen before seventeen. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yet we know him in this way no longer. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. What's Paul saying here? Paul is saying that we, now that we are in Jesus, now that we have been saved and we surrender our lives to Jesus, we no longer view people outside of the realm of which God views people. We view people the same way that Jesus does. If Jesus loved all people, if God loved us so much that he gave up his son for all of humanity, then we should love our neighbor in which in which we should, uh, in which he did. And so, um, yeah, I just think that's so good. Um, that scripture was kind of off script. And so, um, yeah, it's so, so good. Um Acts 10 in the Passion Translation. Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to speed this up. I just... 
Um, it really just speaks to my heart to really be on here and talk about this with you guys. Um, and so in chapter 10, when Peter was talking to, um, preaching to the, uh, the Gentiles, uh, Peter said, now I know for certain, this is passing translation, to listen to this. Now I know for certain that God doesn't show favoritism with people, but treats everyone on the same basis, and it makes no difference what race of people one belongs to. Man, that's so amazing, right? Right, it's so amazing. Um, yeah, Jesus, would you come and just transform our hearts? Um, I want to talk about something really, really cool here in Acts 17. Um Paul's talking to um, the leaders of Athens here, okay? And so this is what Paul is saying to them. Uh, From one man, Adam, he made every man and woman and every race of humanity, and he spreads us over all the earth. He sets the boundaries of people and nations, determining their appointed times in history. He has done this so that every person would long for God, feel their way to Him, and find Him. For He is the God who is easy to discover. This is is what I want want you guys to hear. It is through Him that we live and function and have our identity. Just Just as your own poets have said, our lineage comes from Him. Sometimes people attach their lineage to something else. They attach their lineage to other things. Um, If people only knew um, where exactly your inheritance comes from, your lineage, your gene. And so I really want to talk about the word lineage here, guys. And so um, what Paul is saying here is our very nature comes from him. In him we live and move and have our being. We be. We are being because of him. And so um, they're Greek is we are his offspring. And so the Greek word for genos, which means kindred or family, is actually taken from his genes. And so we have God's genes. We have his DNA. We are the DNA of our father. And so I love that the Greek word for genos means um, kindred or family. We are all part of God's family here. And so why are we treating other people as if we are not in the same family that's what it's about it's about family and so i really um i really just have a heart to really um to not pick sides on this i don't want to pick sides um and so jesus didn't pick sides he was for the kingdom you're either for or against or ty white would say you're he's either gather or scatter and so i'm not against what god's doing um i'm so for what god is doing people on this earth want unity so bad that they're actually creating division People are saying, pick my side, pick this side. Oh, no, no, pick my side. If you're not for us, then you're against us. Well, if you're not for God, you're against him. Um, I, and I don't hate to say that because it's true. That's what the word says. And so I'm for unity. I'm for loving my neighbor, whether he's purple, black, white, yellow, uh, whether he's murdered somebody, you're called to love. You're called to love first. God's given us a commandment. And that's love God first and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, I have a question for you guys today. How are you loving yourself today? Do you love yourself? Um, Do you feel um, unworthy? And so 
sometimes our perceptions of people are actually rooted in our view of who God is and who we and who we think we are. And so uh, I just invite you guys to really begin to ask God who He is. Begin to dive into the Word and ask Him, God, speak to me about what's going on in our nation right now. Like, give me a scripture to hold on to. Something, a scripture is a prophetic promise because essentially the whole entire book of the, the entire Bible is for me. It's it's prophetic. It speaks to me about everything. It speaks to me about who I am, what's going on in the world, what's going on in my marriage, what's going on in my job. And so God wants to speak to you, and a great place to start is in His Word. It's spending time in His presence. And so me digging into this Word about Peter and him having an encounter, it took him an encounter to, to actually change his heart, to change his mind. And so that's how we get transformed. We have an encounter with the Father. We have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, Galatians 5.13 says, For we were called to freedom... But we're not supposed to turn our freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. We're called to serve one another. We're called to serve through love and loving and serving. And so Jesus came to set us free, but we're also called to freedom. And so we need to use our freedom to love and honor and serve um, our brothers, whatever uh, brothers and sisters, whatever color they are, whatever race they're from, whether they're Indian or Mexican or it doesn't matter. There was no, there wasn't anything in the Bible about only loving certain races. There was everything in the Bible about loving your neighbor, whoever's next to you, whoever's in front of you. you see, a, if you see a black person in front of you, love them. If you see a Mexican person in front of them, love you. I mean, love them, love them. And so we're called to keep in step with the Holy Spirit, guys. Let's walk by the Spirit. And so if we walk by the Spirit, we actually won't get an opportunity for the enemy to come and feed us lies and and throw in anger. And so we just need to practice discernment as prophetic people. Um, discernment is so important right now. And so one of my just like pet peeves, I wouldn't even say it's a pet peeve. I, I wish I could think of a better word for it. But one of my things as I'm, you know, training people in the prophetic or or just mentoring people or teaching people things about the prophetic that is so important for prophetic people or if you feel like you're a prophetic voice or a prophet is to stay in the word. You got to stay in the word. If we don't stay in the word, then we're getting um, we're getting our truth from the media or something else, and so what you prophesy, you're actually you should filter it through your experience, through encountering God through the Word, through the Bible, and so um, I just think it's so so important right now, um, and so the Bible will really teach you how to pray about a certain situation, and so anytime I get in the presence, anytime I get before God, I say God. Give me a scripture. Um, give me a prophetic promise out of your word that I can begin to hold on to and begin to pray into. And so when I do that, when I ask God for a scripture, when I ask him for a prophetic promise through his word, he'll give it to me. And the next thing I know, it's it begins to break up in this revelation and understanding and it allows me to pray into that very thing. And so if you're called to be an intercessor, if you're called to be a prophet, um, if you're called to be a prophetic voice in your community, I invite you right now to get in the Word. Ask God for a prophetic promise. Get in His presence and say, invite Jesus and invite Him. Say, God, give me a prophetic promise out of your Word. Give me something that I can chew on, something that I can begin to open up with you and, and, and interact with you in this. And so um, that's my encouragement for you guys today. I really, um, Jesus really, really, really wants to um, see people set free. That's what He came to do. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> I got a verse for you, and then I'll finish up with a prayer. Um, yeah, I think I should finish up with this. And so, 
Check this out. Um, 1 John 3. Um, it says, The reason the Son of God was revealed was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. That's what he came to do, folks. That's what he came to do. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and to undo it. When we undo something, we actually attach truth to it. And so, um, Jesus, yeah, we just invite you to all those who are listening, Lord. I pray that you begin to give them prophetic promises right now, God. I just release a prophetic grace over them, Lord. Yeah, I just ask right now, God, would you begin to tug on to places in their hearts that they may be held on to? God, if, if this is an area, God, with the whole racism thing and what's going on in our in our nation right now, God, if... if there's people out there that have been holding on to how they've been feeling. God, if they've been, yeah, if they haven't just been conversating with you about it or taking it to you, Father, God, I pray that they would feel that you are approachable right now in this season, God, that you want to talk about it, Father, that you like talking about the difficult things, Lord. God, that you're approachable, Father, that there's nothing that you haven't gone through that we haven't, Father, and you want to give us mercy and you want to give us grace. So I just release mercy and grace on every person that's out there today everyone that's listening to this podcast god i just release your grace your compassion your understanding and your mercy lord god i pray that you give them eyes to see and ears to hear god i pray that they will begin to grow in what first corinthians 12 says god that they would begin to grow in in the distinguishing of spirits yeah lord that they would begin to discern what's not of god and what is god so father i just release yeah, I just releasing a fresh impartation of that right now. Just the gift of distinguishing spirits in this time. It's so important that we know who God is and what He's doing. And we know that um, anytime we step into a situation, we would know if it is God or isn't God. So God, I pray that there be no distractions. Yeah, I just pray for just a, just a focus right now. That it, is, it is 2020, so I just pray for a 2020 focus, a vision right now. That 2020 is not going to end bad. It's going to end good because Jesus has the last word. And so I just pray over all um, the people that are listening, all the prophetic voices that are out there, all the prophets, God, all the intercessors, all those who are growing in the prophetic. This is a great time to dive into his word. This is a great time to release fresh prophetic words over your community, over your friends, to encourage them, to build them up. And so Father, I just thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in our nation. I thank you for what you're doing in our families and our communities, God, that you're exposing what's in our hearts so that we can be prophesying from a place of purity, that we can be prophesying from a place of humility, Father. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah, well, I thank you guys so much for jumping on this podcast. Um, and I have a lot more content that I want to Um, that I want to share with you guys. And so until next time, I love you guys and I bless you in Jesus name. Amen.